Blog Talk Radio. Good evening to another segment of Broadcasting Politics with Cisco Acosta, Luther Mays, and our guest tonight will be Brian Kalfich, the founder of the Border Wall GoFundMe campaign. Basically, we build the wall. Very, very interesting guest. Um, and we're going to have him, should have him here in a couple minutes. Um, so, interesting developments. We're not going to shut down the southern border because the avocado issue, the crisis in avocados, will prevent us from shutting down the border. I, 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 I'm totally in disbelief that we have come to this point, that we cannot get a whole a control of the southern border. And I understand the part about the commerce. You know, goods have to be sold. They have to be purchased. And we need to continue that. But are we telling the Central American countries or any other country, hey, let's push them to the limit. They will give in. They will not take care of business, which is basically securing that border. The Mexican government has a lot to prove in the next year, according to the president. He's going to give Mexico a year to get control of their own border and stop the, the, inflow, the flow of drugs, human trafficking into the United States. Mr. President, can we trust the Mexican government, especially with a, a communist leader. I don't believe at no point should we trust the Mexican government, should we trust the Central American countries, because over and over they have proven to us they're not our allies. They will not work hand-in-hand with our government. And they're basically telling us, oh, you stop giving us money, and it's going to get worse. So even with us giving money and aid to Honduras, San Salvador, Guatemala, we're still getting the caravans coming to our country with large number of individuals. And now they understand how this system works. Before they would come by themselves. Now they're bringing little children and pretending. Some of them may be the parents of those children, and some of them pretend they pretend to be parents because under the Obama administration, if you came with a child, so we wouldn't separate them, they would basically take them and put them in a detention home or a detention center. And then they would let them out into all the cities in the U.S., all the states in the U.S. So, I, I'm, I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed that, you know, Mr. President, that this is not going to work. The fact that we're giving Mexico another year to get their act together, 
when they've been back, they've been supposedly fighting the cartels for almost a year. So I don't see how they can basically get a hold of and control that border and defeat the Mexican cartels because they haven't been able to do it. They have control over the country of Mexico. So I find it hard to believe we're dialing our our guest, Brian. Hold on. Uh, Let's see here. Just give us a couple of minutes. Um, Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Eight five zero six eight seven okay. six eight eight zero is not available. At the okay. tone, please record your. So he 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 should be um he should be calling in. I just got a message, but um let me basically go over this whole situation with Mexico. Uh, it's very disturbing. Very, very disturbing that we have to deal with a country that doesn't take seriously our relationship. They just don't. They they are totally, totally working for themselves. And that cannot continue. That cannot continue because... They, they have proven to us that they are not dependable. They're not dependable. And um, <laughs> Mr. President, I, 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 I hope and I wish the best that Mexico comes through and becomes a reliable partner of the United States. But I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, Because they have proven over and over to meet the demands that we have put on them. Okay? And that to me is unacceptable. Unacceptable. You know, we, we, um, this whole border situation has exploded, you know, and it exploded during the Obama administration, during the Bush administration, and it just kept piling up, you know, Pandora's box was open and, 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 and they keep coming, you know, there's reports that, you know, within the next year, it could be a million, million individuals here illegally we cannot sustain this this is unsustainable so I think you definitely have to stay very very tough with um, with Mexico because otherwise it's it's going to be a total total failure and it's going to impact, it's going to impact your re-election, Mr. President. Uh, so I, 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 I'm, I'm not confident in this whole new strategy. Uh, I, and I, I hope I'm wrong. So... You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, you know, imposing tariffs on on, on certain cars and allowing traffic commerce to continue is fine. Um, Not the part, (laughs) not the part about avocados, because the left keeps insisting that we will have a crisis with the avocados 
if we shut down the border? How ridiculous is that? You know, it's, uh, <laughs> I just don't see how that, that, that can, can uh, be beneficial if you really care about protecting the border. Now, the one thing that I have to compliment you, Mr. President, is that and you went ahead and started to cut off aid to Nicaragua, I mean, Guatemala, Honduras, and, and, and San Salvador. This is, this is how that aid goes to these countries, and it never, it never gets to the regular folks. Because the people in power in these countries, and I, I learned that on one of my trips, my international business trips that I did to the Dominican Republic. And I met with one of the officials, and we had dinner. And he said to me, a lot of the money that comes here from the, from the United States to the government as an aid, it's basically not given. It goes to certain groups of people within the government who are basically in charge of that aid. But it never flows down to the regular folks. And I said, but that's the intention to help the people. And he said, well, that's what we make it look like. But, but in reality... It's not. So that money is not going to help these folks. And we need to stop. We need to put a stop to funding and providing aid to these countries. At the same time, we need to start working with individuals or organizations that are going to help the government in regards to making sure that E-Verify works. We just had a a technology company in in McAllen, Texas, which is Southern Texas. Basically, they found so many Illegals, almost 300 workers arrested, arrested, immigration arrested at a tech company that was hiring illegal immigrants. It has become the largest single company sweep in 11 years. Okay. You know, the company basically was a company that refurbishes and repairs telecommunication equipment, including cell phones. So this tells you that this is just a little tiny portion of what's going on in this country. And until we come down hard on these organizations, these companies that continue to hire illegal immigrants, the problem will not go away. It will just continue to propel into even a bigger, bigger issue. All right? And these individuals were using fraudulent documents. Okay? You know, someone asked me today, well, how could they vote? How can they vote if they're here illegally? And I looked at that person and I said, I'm sorry, but with due respect, I mean, are you that naive and gullible? These individuals will buy and steal Social Security cards or numbers of individuals. You know, that's the reason we have <laughs> we have advertisement now for you know, identity theft. Okay? When I was growing up, none of that that none of that existed. But today we basically have 
we have those issues. They've been created. Okay? And this is going to really continue to get worse and worse because companies and the, the government basically is, is, is looking the other way. Until, you know, Homeland Security and the rest of, uh, of the government has to really come down hard on the organization. And I understand the politics of it, okay? I understand that a lot of these companies lobby and give campaign funds to politicians. So, I mean, I hate to admit it, but we have a very corrupt political system, okay? And until things like that get fixed, and people actually go to go to prison, okay? Because we have a two-tier system, uh, justice system today. So if you got the, the 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 money, you got the connections, you're in, totally, no problem. You know, primary case, Josie Smolin in in Chicago, you know. It's called liberal privilege. Okay? He's allowed to go scot-free, even though all the evidence is pointing to him, but because he has the connections, the political connections, and he has the economic source, you know, funding, he's allowed to go. And I can guarantee you that the uh, Hollywood individuals that pay to get their kids into the top schools, they'll go scot-free, totally scot-free. Why? Because they got the connections, and they also happen to have the funds. So it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely a very, very sad um, sad way of where our country is going. You know, that if you're, it's not what you know, I mean, it's not what you have, it's, it's who you know. Or it's not what you know, but who you know, who, who are you connected to. So it's, it's, it's basically the connections are the ones that are going to give you that individually, that freedom to be able to flex your muscles, flex your muscles. And um, it's sad. It's definitely sad. But getting back to the immigration issue, which is totally, really has me really totally upset. Because in the state of Texas, uh, there's, there's a, a large group of legal Hispanics. And according to one of the reports that I read, 34% and up, I think 34 to 36% of legal Hispanics want the wall Bill and they want the ball the wall built high because they're getting impacted. They live in that region, that area of southern Texas. And they're seeing what's happening with all these individuals with the kids coming. They're overcrowding the school system. They're overcrowding the, the, the medical system. And they're being they're being impacted. They're being impacted by this invasion. And it's not gonna get better if we're going to shut we're not gonna shut down the border. Okay. So my question to Mr Mr. President is you're gonna impose tariffs on Mexico for certain cars, okay? And if they don't do it, 
the car industry will get impacted, right? So if the car industry gets impacted, are we going to just turn back and say, well, we're not going to impose more tariffs on it? I mean, we have to stick to our guns here. And if we, if, if, if we go out and say we're going to do this, we're going to shut down the border, we're going to punish uh, these countries, we have to stick to that promise. We cannot say something and then turn our backs and, and, and because then we look like we look like jerks. Damn it. We have to have some cojones here. You know? And I think that if we don't get if Mr. President, if you don't get a hold of the border and under control, you're going to have a tough time getting reelected. You are. It just doesn't, you know, we cannot say, well, we try. Well, more of the invasion, the invasion just continues to grow. No. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's going to impact our country. Yes, for uh, 480-246, how are you? Hello? Hello? Yes. Yes, this is uh, Angel Dad Steve Ronovec from WeBuildTheWall.us. Oh, I'm, I was hoping I, I left a message for Brian. Yeah, unfortunately, Brian was busy, so I'm going to go ahead and fill in for him if that's okay. That is okay. Fantastic. Your name is Daniel? Nope, it's Steve Ronnebeck. I'm an angel dad. Oh. oh, Steve. Steve. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Well, as I was going through my monologue here, um, I was just mentioning in regards to the wall and the shutdown, and um, I just i am very disappointed in the developments that we've had uh, these past um, couple of days. I want you. Uh, I, 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 one of the reasons I brought, uh, invited Brian was wanted to find out what is the current status of building the wall. Well, <clears throat> I'm a member of the advisory board, and from what we are hearing, we are a few weeks away from being able to break ground. Okay. And I tell you where. I will tell you it'll be between Arizona and and uh, and Texas. Um, okay. We we've, we've got some contractual things signed. We have land secured, and okay. we are just putting things in place so that we can break ground and get going. Definitely. I mean, it, it, it's it's so. I mean, my I'm very passionate about the whole situation with the with the border. I, I have um, family who are part of the border border patrol, and I uh, so I, I get a lot of I get a lot of information from them in regards to what's going on in on the southern border and also in, in different parts of um, of Arizona. So I'm just concerned because a lot of my listeners were excited to have Brian and, and your organization to, in regards to this whole process with, you know, building the wall. Um, what has been the obstacle in regards to building the wall? If there, um, if there hasn't. There, there hasn't really been a lot of obstacles. It's just picking the right piece of ground um, trying to make sure that that ground is on private land and that we don't go over into, say, reservation land or um, any governmental land that, that might cause us problems. Um, right. So, I mean, we have, we have several, several ranchers all along the southern border that, that have contacted us and said, hey, you know, build on my land, build on my land. We're just... We need to find the right place to start. Um, the, the president has been 
putting up wall along the Yuma sector and in California. Right. Mm-hmm. And now that he's he's got his national emergency that can't you know that they can't do anything about. Now the legalities on his side, we're going to be able to break ground before he has. Right. And how long would that take? That whole process of uh, the construction and 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 from start to 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 end to to the end from beginning to well, end. From beginning to end, um, I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know. I, I we're, we're all still waiting to hear the exact numbers and, and time frame, um, and that's up to the experts. But right. we'll be able to put up the wall very quickly. Um, and what we're modeling the wall after, um, I know that we have the people who built the Israeli wall as consultants. Very so, good. Very I mean, excellent. I don't think it's going to take us very long to to show a noticeable a noticeable barrier along the southern border. Hmm. What What is your take in regards to the resistance of the left against the wall, based on 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 you know the constant you know that it's immoral. Having a wall, you know, and I call it—I call it the Great Wall of America. You know, we—I've been to the Great Wall of China. Uh, one of my trips that I went to China, and I—I I, want to see the Great Wall of America. This—this um, this whole, you know, um, anger. There's an anger, uh, so much anger towards building the wall to protect our citizens. Well, and, and I, I guess that just raises the question of, of how immoral was it for an illegal alien to shoot my son in the face? How immoral was it yeah. for Marianne Mendoza's son to be killed by uh, an illegal alien who is three times the legal limit drunk going yeah. the wrong way on the freeway? These are, these are, these are questions that we've been asking. Um, mm-hmm. How immoral is it for there, be, there to be an epidemic of child rape going on in our country by these illegals, mm-hmm. these sexual predators that are coming across. How immoral is that? I don't, I don't really care what the left thinks, and I know right. that there's a lot of people who support us and support the president that don't care oh, yeah. what the left thinks. It, it, it's, not a, it's not a question of morality. It's a question of our future. It's a question of, mm-hmm. of our children. It's a question of the security of America. Definitely. I'm with you, and I'm sorry for your loss. I well, I, I, uh, I definitely uh, i am very passionate about this. Uh, like I said, I have family within that, in, on, on, on the front line. So I, I'm very, very uh, – I support you guys. And a lot of my listeners, as a matter of fact, have, have given oh, – we've given money, you know, when the uh, – the GoFundMe page came out. So uh, very, very passionate, patriotic Americans that support you guys totally t- to the end. And, and, and I appreciate them for that. And, and I'll tell you, one of the things that we're doing now is is that we have a number of people that uh, donated before January 11th. And if they have, if they donated before January 11th, we need them to go back into the GoFundMe Mm-hmm. And they need to click on click on the opt in okay. on the GoFundMe um, because basically when when Brian did the GoFundMe he broke the system <laughs> he, he actually he, he actually broke GoFundMe um, they were inundated with all these uh, donations and with all the people that that wanted to help build this wall that GoFundMe could not keep up with what was going on. So it, it literally broke the system. Which so is like I said, frick, any, which is freaking yeah. good. <laughs> it, it is. It's a great yeah. thing. And, 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 you know, even when the president takes notice that uh, the American people are donating to build a private wall. Right. 
And it just proves that the American people are succeeding and Brian is succeeding where mm-hmm. our government has failed. Definitely. I mean, and, and, and again, the, the, I, the president is doing a great job. I just, one of the things that was part of my monologue just now was that I don't trust the Mexican government. I don't trust the communist president that they have right now. And I don't trust us relying on them to control the border. I mean, they have had a hard time dealing with the cartels. And, and, and so I'm very, very leery about putting so much trust on the Mexican government to do their job. Your take on it? Well, and I think you're right. Um, here's, here's, here's a kind of an eye-opening statistic for you. Last year, there were over 32,000 American citizens that were killed due to the, the cartel violence in Mexico. That's 32,000 mm-hmm. Mexican citizens. Right. In Iraq last year, there was only about 20,000 Iraqi citizens killed because of the violence in Iraq. So what that says is, is that we would actually be safer having Iraq as a border state than we do <laughs> having Mexico as a border state. <laughs> well, uh, let's propose that. Uh, fi- uh, you have a, a caller in uh, five zero three six five zero. Do you have a question? Uh, this is Diane Gruber in Westland, Oregon. Diane, Hi, how sir. are you? <laughs> how are you? Good. I heard you were having Brian on, and I just wanted to call in and and say to him, "Bless you, bless you, for everything, <laughs> not just your as a veteran." But the, your patriotism in trying to help the United States uh, regains its sovereignty with building the wall. Well, well, you want to, and, and, and I know Brian. I know Brian. Like I said, it was busy, and I'm filling in for him. But I will make sure I get. I will get that message to him, Diane, and, and thank you. It's not um, there. Okay. Well, I I I just got in. Got, just got back from uh, downtown Portland. The traffic was a nightmare, so I'm late. So well, it's 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 great that you uh, you called in it because uh, this whole organization that works with Brian, they're patriotic Americans and and they're doing a great job, and we got to continue supporting them. Yes, I agree because it's an uphill battle that we have left. We have allowed the loony left. And I mean that mm-hmm. literally. The loony left <laughs> was out to destroy. Uh, we've, we've let them get too far in. I mean, we've just right. kind of set back, you know, live and let live and so be it. Mm-hmm. Not realizing a lot, I think a lot of Americans not realizing all the destruction and the damage they were doing to our country and our culture. And right. it's time we fought back. It's just that simple. Just regular Americans need to fight and I think I think we're, we're I think we're doing that. Go ahead, go ahead, um, uh, Diane. Now you live you live in Portland, right? Outside of Portland, in a suburb, yes. Oh, okay, liberal liberal hellhole. Yes. Well, is Portland the sanctuary city? It's not only a sanctuary city; it's a sanctuary state. I went to law school with the go- current governor. She was a fruitcake in law school. That's the only reason I remember her, because she was in a different grade. She was ahead of me. only reason I remember her is because she made a spectacle of herself. And, now, and she's never really practiced law, as most of us have. She's only used her law degree to amass more and more power and, and, and climb in, climb in the, uh, you know, the democratic hierarchy in the state. And now she's governor. And it's really, she's just really, and she has a Democratic House, a Democratic Senate, and she's just going nutso. Just nutso. <laughs> well, we, 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 I still have some hope for, for, for Portland and the state of Oregon. But, you, you know, do. Hope. <laughs> uh-huh. I know. 
But I wanted to touch on on the this whole situation with some of my my listeners were asking me uh, in regards to getting setting the record straight on the funds collected. What was the actual number that was collected, and that it's you know still being collected? Right now, we are sitting right at about twenty-two million dollars. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, that number grows every day. Mm-hmm. People can still go to the GoFundMe and they can still donate. Um, it, again, anyone who who donated before January 11th, if they haven't gone back in yet and and opted in, we need them to go back in and make sure that the, the donations they made. Um, go through and right. uh, well what happened if you weren't you, you probably weren't able to listen when I first came on um, when okay. Brian started the GoFundMe um, it broke the system it broke GoFundMe it, it actually oh, yeah we had we actually <laughs> we actually crashed GoFundMe GoFundMe system um, oh for him <laughs> Well, and, and it's a, it, it, it's like you said earlier, it's a good thing. Um, because yeah, the amount, of, the amount of people donating, and because it, it was building so quickly and so fast, the system couldn't keep up. So mm-hmm. the wow, the fix, wow, yeah. So the fix for it was, um, they went in and they put an opt-in button, not an opt-out, but an opt-in button, so that people could go back in and go to their donation, and they could just click on the opt-in, and that secures their donation to... Well, my donation showed up on my card, so do I still have to do that? Did you donate before January 11th? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't remember. I I think it was probably after. Okay, if it was after January 11th. If it was after January 11th, you're fine. You might want to just okay. go back in and, and check. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It isn't. Uh, it isn't uh, a serious problem. It's just when, you know, gosh, within four days, Brian had 18 million dollars amassed. Wow. Yes. People wanted to build the wall. That's amazing. Yes. Totally amazing. Well, yeah, I, I understood. Mean, I understand that. When somebody donates, I know Brian eventually is going to donate the mo- the money to the feds to build the wall, but I understand that you can't do that. You can donate money, but the federal government gets to, gets to decide how it's spent. So well, how does that work? It, well, here's the deal: the money is not going to go to the feds. We are building the wall. <gasps> oh. We are, yeah, we are going to supplement whatever whatever wall that President Trump builds, we're going to supplement that. So whatever, however many miles he builds, we're going to try to build as many miles. Yep. Now, are you coordinating this with the Trump administration? Um, we have his blessing. And the way we're getting around some of the legalities and red tape is we are building on private land. Oh, wow. Interesting, yes. In Texas or where? Well, I, I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm not allowed to give out the location, and I'm very sorry about that. Good. But very good. We don't, want, we don't want the demonstrators. We don't want people oh. like the ACLU or the Southern Poverty Law Center to try to yeah. tie us up. Right. So we're not going to disclose the location until we absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, we, uh, we have we have land secured. We've got contracts signed. We are just Whoa. in the process. And we are just in the process of getting thing every, everything set up so that we can start breaking ground. And we hope to break ground within the next two to three weeks. Wow. Oh my goodness. Can I report some of this on my blog, or is it hush? Well, I guess it's not hush, hush. You're on the radio. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can report it on your blog, absolutely, and let people know that we are just weeks away from breaking ground. Oh, for him's sake. 
Oh, that's fantastic. That's, fanta- that's fantastic. Now, uh, let me ask you a question in regards to you mentioned the ACLU. You, do you have a plan B in case the ACLU comes down on you guys? Uh, what's the uh, backup plan, you know, in regards to the legality, you know, taking you to court? But I, would I would I be incorrect in saying that since you're building on private land, they don't really have a right to do to to they can't win, or they have yeah. a chance. Well, I I don't see that they really do. I mean, when you have when you have uh, ranchers that are donating <laughs> land, yeah, okay, um, it's their yeah. land. They can do what they want with it. Well, yeah, they can. But on the other hand, you know, there's a lot of government controls over how somebody can use their own property, zoning and all that rot. Prime case, uh, the Bundy. In Nevada. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and again, I, you know, we have a team of lawyers that is, yeah, is good. looking at everything and expecting everything, so I think we're pretty safe. Okay. Um, okay. What, what, what public interest law firm are you using, can you say? I can't. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's fine. And, and, I, and I apologize. I, I hate to be so secretive. I really do. Oh, but no, again, you have to be. You have to, no, no, you you are, have yeah, to because fine. the loonies yeah. out there, you know, the loony liberals out there are just vicious. Vicious. Yes. Well, and, and again, we are we are all about the will of the people. We are all yes. about America first and American citizens yes. first. So right. yes. we don't want any way for somebody to say, oh, yep, we're going to step in and try to stop it. We don't want that. Yeah. We want... We want to prove that Trump can build a wall, and that we can build a wall, and the American people want the wall. Right. Yes. Oh, yes. They want it. That's abs- I'm here to tell you just from the the blog articles that I write, and how many people view, you know, this article compared to that article, etc. Oh, yes, absolutely. They they're they're just hungry. To, to stop this, uh, you know, illegal invasion of our prop, of our of our country, they're just hungry for it. We're, well, we're losing and, our country. And I'm on I'm on the on the side that uh, I, I really truly hope and believe that President Trump needs to close the border now. Yes, he needs to close it I... and shut it down. Yes, but then there's uh, the economic problems. I agree he should close the border, but he's got a lot more to worry about than, you know, you and I might. Well, and and the other side of that coin is is we're averaging between four and 5,000 illegal crossings a month or a week now. Four to 5,000 a week. But it's the economic um, impact, you know. It could put a lot of people out of business. Well, well, and, and remember, we're giving every one of these people aid in the form of welfare, medical care. Um, oh no, I oh well, certainly, yeah. What it it's isn't it seventy eight thousand dollars a year that the taxpayers spend on one illegal alien on average? I mean, my yeah, goodness, yes, we ma'am. could fund the wall. We could fund well, we could make it to Mars on that money. There's so much could be done. Well, yes, one, one of the, and, and mm-hmm. go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, the other thing that people need to realize is the money that these illegals are sending back across the border to their families or to the cartels. Yes, is huge compared to the money we spend. So those are oh, those yeah. are American dollars that are leaving our oh, country. Yeah. They're not being taxed. They're not being there's no fees on it. That's funny. That's just yes. leaving our country. That Did you know that? Yeah, some countries will not allow you to take money out of their country when you're moving. You know, when right. you're when you're leaving the country to go somewhere else, whether for a visit or or to to live, they will not allow you to take money with you, except for a small amount. 
Yeah, literally. I yeah. mean that literally. Yeah. Well, 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 let's think about this. An American citizen can't take a sack full of money, get on a plane, and leave the country with it. Oh, that's well, that's true too. Yeah, right. But they can ship their money orders overseas. Yeah. Oh yeah. But another another ob- another obstacle that I hear from my my family who, who who's on the work border patrol officers is that the number of of trucks of American based trucks that they've been catching truckers basically bringing illegals on their truck and they're getting paid ten twenty thousand dollars to transport them. Get them into the city, and then they'll have someone to pick them up. And they, in the last two weeks, on the Laredo Nuevo Laredo border uh, entry, they've caught ten trucks, American-based trucks. Uh, so that's a that's a huge problem with the human trafficking and the human uh, smuggling drugs. Yeah, it's it's all pretty sick. Yeah. It, it it is just it, it's, I mean, no offense, the, the man who killed my son, I still haven't even seen a trial yet. It's been four years since my son was murdered, and this illegal alien has not seen a trial yet. What what state was this in? Arizona. Okay. And, and he murdered your son on purpose or accidentally? On he purpose. He killed your son. It, um, my my son is Grant Ronnebeck. I'm Steve Ronnebeck. I'm his dad. Um, and oh. uh, I, I have a feeling you're familiar with the story. Um, Grant was, was your boy and, uh, like roughly 19 years old, and he worked at a convenience store or whatever. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now it's really, there's back, been yeah. no trial. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it, it, over a pack of cigarettes because Grant wasn't counting his change fast enough. Oh my God! There's no trial. What? What's the excuse? This is was in Arizona, you say? Yes, ma'am. Well, what's the excuse? What county? Uh, Maricopa. Maricopa. Oh my. Maricopa. I'm familiar with them. Um, what? Uh, what's their excuse for not prosecuting him? Well, they're prosecuting him. He's sitting in jail. But the problem with it is, is a lot of these these illegals are trying to, and they're taking a cue from the defense team on my son's trial. Yeah. Um, or my son's killer's trial. They're trying to claim intellectual disability, not, oh, not mental kidding. disability. Wow. Intellectual disability. So they're trying. What's that got to, to do with a, murdering somebody? You don't have to well, be a genius our, to murder somebody. Yeah. That makes no sense. <laughs> but in I our don't country, get that. We, I don't understand that. In our country, we have protections against putting people to death that aren't smart enough. Well, also, just to put him in jail for, for put him in prison for the rest of his life. Well, Maricopa County is seeking the death penalty, which I agree with. Oh. I hope that doesn't offend any of your listeners. No, um, no, it's it's but, it's the right thing to do. But you know, yeah, this man is this man is smart enough. Trust me. But they're trying to say because since he's only gotten an, a fifth grade education in Mexico, that he wasn't smart enough to realize that what his the re, you know the repercussions of his actions. Now, oh, I know about you. Oh, ridiculous. Sure, yep. Now, my children raising my children. They knew right and wrong by the time they were about six, seven years old. Well, yeah, and you don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be well-educated to know that killing another human being is wrong and illegal. Absolutely, and it's not just that. It's not just the fact that it's illegal. If you come from a Christian family, um, by our Bible and, and by the teaching of our Lord, Murder yeah. is against the Bible, and it is against the law. You do not commit murder. Well, most so, of these people are Catholics, raised Catholics. So, wow. 
Well, well it's, it's oh definitely, Steve, uh, I, I, it's unbelievable that, that especially Maricopa County, which was the home of Joe Arpaio, uh, at one time um, has gone to the left after he left. And, and we do have a Democratic sheriff at this point, um, Paul. Uh oh. Yeah, but it's now in the DA's hands. It's outside of the sheriff's hands now. And and trust me, the 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 DA and the prosecutor are doing everything they can to make sure that all okay. the I's are okay. dotted, all the T's are crossed. Yeah. So yeah. they there's no reason later down the road for this man to get off on appeal. Right. Well, okay. yeah, they have so, to. Yeah, they have to be cautious about it. I I have to agree with the strategy, and I have to. It's just something I have to live with. I have to deal with the games and so on and so forth. But agreed, it's ludicrous for the defense team to claim this man was wasn't smart enough to know what he was doing. He yeah, did. No, I know, I know. But you know, that's kind of as an attorney, I've seen that a lot. I mean, it's it's ridiculous arguments, and you just have to kind of, you know, don't. Don't overreact to them and just go with the flow because they're not going to be successful. That's just how you have to deal with it emotionally. They're not going to be successful in that. But they're going to try it, you know. So, so, so Steve, in regards to to Arizona, Arizona has quite a few uh, borders with Mexico. You've got the Nogales border. And then I think you have, what, the Yuma Yuma also has uh, a, a, a Cuba, We have Nogales. We have um, down below Aravaca. Um, okay. Yeah, there's, there's uh, I think, three or four. There's Douglas Bisbee. We have three or four ports of entry. So, basically, you guys in Arizona are on the front line in regards to the trafficking of drugs. And, and, and I've seen a spike in... Uh, heroin uh, deaths in in the state of Arizona. I mean, it's it's basically you're you guys are on the front lines there because the drugs from Arizona just go either to uh, California or they go down to to the Midwest. So it's like the central point. So I think something has to be done in the Arizona border and and done oh really. Well, I mean, let's be honest, 99, or I'm sorry, 98% of the heroin and fentanyl that's coming into our country is coming across the southern border. 78% of that number is coming across the Arizona border. We just had last month. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, last month we had a, uh, a bust of enough fentanyl to kill 55 million people. It was, it was it was something like 70 pounds of fentanyl. And that was that was in Arizona at the border. So wow. And you I know mean, your governor Jan Brewer tried so hard to get a handle on that and the and the Obama administration sued her. Yeah. Shut her down. Yeah. Yep. She tried, I mean, yeah. You know, another one of our board members. Mm -hmm. Go Go ahead. ahead. No, no. Okay. Another one of our board members for Rebuild the Wall is Tom Tancredo, which is a a former congressman from Colorado, and he's been fighting this for years. And you know, Tom's right. Follow the money. Follow the money. Tom is Tom is a uh, Tom Tancredo has been. He's been there since the. He's been there since the very beginning. Uh, I've been following him for a long time. Uh, you know, we had the case in, in, in San Francisco with Katie Stalin, who was basically yeah. killed by by that five-time um, champion of being deported and coming back. And again, yeah. a sanctuary city like uh, San Francisco basically allowed him to go basically scot-free, to, in my yeah. opinion. No, yeah. Uh, but uh, the most egregious one is that lady named uh, Bambi. I forgot her last name. That he broke into her house and stabbed her to death multiple times after stalking her. I mean, yeah. And 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 the Democrats that run California, 
think that's just fine because illegal aliens are more important to protect than American citizens. Right. Well, and, and, and all these illegals that are heading to these sanctuary cities and sanctuary states, I mean, let's be honest. California already has a huge population of homeless. Well, yeah. now, since there's so many of these illegals hitting the border, there's there's just so many that now the president doesn't have a choice. He has to do the catch and release. And they're not going, you know, they're not they're not staying with family and they're not they're not getting jobs they're 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 ending up on the streets and uh you know what's that doing for the homeless population in california oregon here in arizona i know for a fact it's it's getting to the point where you know they're dropping them off at churches or they're dropping them off at at the greyhound station and and the churches in the greyhound station are saying no more we don't we don't we can't help them anymore. So you have them all just going out in general population with very little or no money. Where are they going to go? They're going to be homeless. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, they uh, might break. Well, they might commit burglaries and so forth and panhandle or panhandle and muggings just to survive. <clears throat> well, and, and the other thing that people need to realize is that. We have diseases in our country that were eradicated over the past 100, 120 years that a lot of these illegal immigrants are bringing these diseases back. Oh, yeah, like but tuberculosis. My doctor, tuberculosis. because I work with immigrants sometimes in my law practice, not very much, but my my doctor insisted that I be tested right. for TB. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. You know? It's not just tuberculosis. It's mumps. It's typhus. It's, um, I guess, just before the end of the year last year, they found six illegal immigrants that were caught that came from um, a a South African or an African country that had the plague. Um, Oh, nice. You have smallpox was found in some of these illegal immigrants. These are diseases that we eradicated a hundred years ago. Oh yeah, at least a hundred years ago. Absolutely, so, measles. The reason for the measles outbreak is they're bringing it up here, and then the children yep. in America that haven't been vaccinated are are getting it. Yep. So, how do we stop this? We need to close the border. Right, yep. right. Well, the, the the thing is with the border, uh, and and I've said it from the very beginning, when we as a country, we go out there and tell the world, we're going to do this, we better do it. Because then we look like jerks out there and with no credibility. And, and that, that, upset, that upsets me. I don't know about you, Steve, or, or Diane, but it upsets me totally because then they, these countries will not take us seriously. Right, right. Well, you know, Obama just catered to all of, you know, yes. to the whole world. He apolog- The minute he was elected, he apologized. He went on an apology tour where yeah. he went to Egypt and Cairo oh, yes. and a yeah. few other places and apologized exactly. for being Americans. I mean, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Steve, uh, we, got, we got 60 seconds. Uh, thank you for uh, coming in. Uh and covering for 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 Brian, uh, we definitely want to have you back because I want to co- do a whole hour on Angel Dads. Okay. Yes. If if, okay. if, 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 if it's okay with you. I'd love to do it. I'd love to do definitely. it. Definitely. And thank you for that. And thanks for having me. Definitely. Well, and, thank and you. And then. God bless you. And then also the day the 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 week that you guys go ahead and make the announcement. We definitely would love for you or Brian to come back. I'll be here on on my show and and and, and make that announcement if that's if that's okay with you. I we will do that for you absolutely. Yeah, because we we definitely are. All right, God bless America. Have a great week, and and we'll 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 see each other next week on broadcast and politics. Have a good night, uh, Steve. 
Thank you. Thank you, everybody. All right.